Hi guys, and welcome back to Short Stories for Kids. I'm Lucy, and I'm here to read you another magical story. The latest story up on our premium channel is called Can the Lovey-Dovey Hippo Save the Swan from a Crocodile? Deep in the South American jungle, the hippo was in love with the beautiful swan that lived on the lake. But how could he get her to notice him? And can he save her from a hungry crocodile? To listen to this story and more, join up to our premium channel and become a super fan of short stories for kids. Here you'll receive a Friday bonus episode every single week, plus our entire back catalog of over 200 original stories ad-free. Also, premium-only shout-outs just for you guys. So to hear this story, just sign up to our premium feed in a couple of clicks through our website at shortstoriesforkidspodcast.com. Today's story request comes from Lila and her dog, Bosley, from Melbourne, Australia. And they love listening to our stories every night. She would love a story uh, about her and Bosley going on an adventure to fairyland, but Bosley gets in trouble for taking socks. Okay, well, we all know what dogs can be like taking things when they shouldn't, but sometimes they just don't know better, do they? Well, we've come up with an amazing story here for you, Lila, so we hope that you enjoy it, and everyone else too. You guys ready? Let's go. The moon sat full and fat in the sky, beaming down onto the world. Everything was silent and calm. Lila was tucked in her bed, eyes heavy with sleep, as she stared at the ceiling. She'd had a busy day playing with her dog, Bosley, curled at her feet, and now she was absolutely exhausted. Bosley was such a good boy. He'd always come when she called and always brought the stick back that Lila had thrown. Lila and Bosley were the best of pals. Sometimes, Bosley even brought back things that Lila had no idea where they'd come from. Like when Lila was playing in her backyard, Bosley came running to her with an apron. An apron? Lila exclaimed. Where did you get that? All Bosley did was bark back twice in reply. Roof, roof. Lila shrugged. Well, at least she could use it for a new game. There was some red paint in the garage, and she could use it to turn the apron red. Then she could tie it to her back and pretend it was a cape like a superhero. Yes, she thought, that would be a great idea. So Lila did just that. She painted the apron, hung it up to dry, and when it was, she put it on and jumped on the swings at the bottom of her backyard. Up, up and away, she cried, flying backwards and forwards on the swing, reaching up as far as possible. When the swing was at its highest, she heard the neighbors. Someone had stolen their apron just when they were about to have a barbecue. Lila skidded to a stop, her mouth a big circle of shock. Oh, Bosley, she cried. Roof, was all Bosley barked. Bosley did the same thing again and again when he bounded off out of the garden one day. 
Bosley! Lila had cried, but he was soon back with something big and round in his mouth. What you got there, boy? Lila said. Lila couldn't believe her eyes. He had a bicycle wheel. Where'd you get that? Lila went to cry, then saw a very annoyed man doing a wheelie down the street on his bike. He wasn't showing off doing the wheelie. He had to, because his bike had no front wheel. Oh, Bosley! Lila cried. After that day, Bosley had been a very good boy and hadn't taken anything again that Lila knew about anyway. She could sleep peacefully now. They both had a fun day and a lovely dinner, and Bosley had been very well behaved. Lila yawned, blinked her eyes, started to fall asleep, and then she heard a scratching noise. Could it be Bosley? No way, he was sound asleep. Lila sat up, opened her eyes, looked around, and then gasped with shock. Over in the far wall, in the grate to the air vent, was a glow and a tiny little figure flapping its wings. A fairy, Lila cried. Bosley stirred awake, looked around, and saw the fairy too. The tiny little fairy, a blonde-haired girl, was calling Lila over to her. Slowly, Lila crept out of bed and went over. Hello, the fairy said. Hi, Lila replied. I thought it was about time one of us came down. Oh, we've been ever so rude, exclaimed the fairy. Why's that? asked Lila. Oh, we've been meaning to ask you and Bosley to our nighttime fairy tea party for so long, so long, but no one has come down to give you an invite. An invite from me? Lila beamed. Yes, for you, and of course, Bosley too. Awesome, Lila cried. But how do we get there? Magic, of course, the fairy said. And with that, she made a wand appear and shot a golden beam of light from its ends at Lila and Bosley. Just like that, Lila and Bosley shrunk down to the fairy's height and began to float through the air. Wow, Lila squealed. This was even better than the swings. They flew through the grates in the air vent and shot off behind the fairy that spun, twisted, and turned through the air vent. It was dark and dusty, but the glow from the fairy led the way. As she moved faster and faster, so did they. Bosley let out a woof, woof, woof. Soon they all glided up into the house's attic. Lila recognized all of the stuff up there, but at night it had all changed into something new in the dark. All the dusty boxes had become fairy homes. The old train set had become a fairy railway, and all the old Christmas lights were strung over the attic's old boards like street lights. The attic had become a tiny fairy town right above her bed. They all landed in the town square. An old grandfather clock was used as the clock tower. Other tiny fairies flew through the streets, smiling and waving at the newcomers. My name is Feruza, the blonde fairy said. And this is where we will have our nighttime fairy tea party, in the middle of our town square. I had no idea you were all up here, Lila exclaimed. Oh, yes. 
said Feruza. Our fairy town is a very well-kept secret. Only very special humans get to come and visit. Lila blushed. Bosley let out a woof and ran off into fairy town. Bosley, Lila cried. Oh, he'll be fine, said Feruza. Now help us set up this tea party. Lila helped the fairies lay down magical white blankets, and the fairies sat around the edges. Lila looked right and left, then asked Feruza, "But where is all the food? Those are magic blankets. All you have to do is hold the edges, close your eyes, and wish for what you want to eat, and it will appear." Wow," said Lila, and held the blanket, closed her eyes, and wished. With a golden glow, the biggest bowl of ice cream and a chocolate sauce seeped into existence from the blanket's weave. Amazing! Lila exclaimed, quickly wishing for a spoon so she could tuck in. Before her first bite, a voice called out from across the tea party. They're missing! They're missing! All the fairies turned in the direction of the voice. Another fairy, an older man, flew through the air towards everyone. Oh, I was trying to get ready for the tea party, but someone has stolen my socks. All the fairies gasped. No one ever did anything wrong in Fairyland, but who could have done it? All the fairies flew to their tiny houses, and as soon as they were inside, their voices could be heard. My socks are gone too. Mine too. Mine too. All of the fairy socks had gone. Then Lila slapped her head as she remembered who she hadn't seen at the tea party. Bosley! She cried, and the dog came running. In his mouth, he had a big bunch of fairy socks sticking out like he was wearing a pair of oversized false teeth. Oh, Bosley! Lila said, shaking her head. Feruza laughed. I think we found the culprit. All of the fairies took their socks back, all covered in dog spit. Gross. I'm sorry, Lila said. Feruza laughed. It's okay, she said. The old man fairy, the first fairy to find his socks gone, made a hum as he walked away in wet socks, pointing down to his exposed toes where Bosley had chewed them. Oh, Bosley! Lila sighed. The fairy tea party went on as planned, and everyone ate until they could burst. The fairies were very good-natured creatures and laughed at Bosley's sock-stealing antics. When they were done, Feruza flew Lila and Bosley back to her bedroom as all the fairies waved goodbye. Feruza used her wand to make them full size as they flew out of the air vent. You are always welcome back to Fairyland," Feruza said. "We're having a fairy dance contest next week. Would you like to come?" "Oh, for sure," Lila said excitedly. She loved to dance. "I'll see you then," Feruza said, waving goodbye and flying back to the attic. Lila sat on her bed with Bosley next to her. "What an amazing night, Bosley," she said. Bosley let out a loud cough. And Lila watched as dozens of tiny chewed dance shoes flew from his mouth. Lila gasped as she looked down at them. Tiny shoes? He'd eaten all their shoes before he'd started on their socks. 
Oh, how could they have a dance contest with no dance shoes? Oh, Bosley! Lila cried. All Bosley could do was happily bark in return. Ruff. The end.